If you're keen on backing a winner tomorrow, you've come to the right place. It's now time for the punters panel on Racing HQ with Dave Stanley. Dave Stanley. Let's go, fellas. Bit of bag raiders on a Friday. I hope you're enjoying uh, the Sky Sports Radio coverage. We've got a big punters panel coming up. Mitch Cohen, Blake Johnson, Chris Roots, Mike Wood. And let us know what you're doing on this uh, Friday, whether you're on the road, uh, heading to uh, maybe a Christmas party this afternoon. Lots of people out on the highways at the moment. There's a stack of texts coming in. G'day, mate. Uh, heading to the nation's capital today on the highway, listening to the punters panel. Drive safe if you're out there on our roads over this holiday period. Here's one. Uh, Dave, can you give a shout-out to an avid listener called Stuart Rooster Munro, the best delivery driver ever to come out of Bait Haven from the Canberra Chicken. There you go. Stuart Rooster Munro. I think I've got that right, but send your text in 0419-767-272 if you want to give a, a shout-out or if you've got a tip for us or if you're just wanting to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, we'd love to hear from you today. Let's get to our panel. Mitch Cohen is joining us on the line to kickstart proceedings. Mitch, hello to you, mate. Are you looking forward to Randwick tomorrow? Yeah, good morning, Dave. Yeah, looking forward to it more than last week when it was uh, a 1,000 degrees. I think we'll get a bit cooler temperature tomorrow um, in Sydney. It's obviously the first meeting, I think, since maybe since the first week of August or, or, or sooner it's that we don't have a feature race in there. But, uh, look, it's, I think the opener is the race um, that we're probably most keen to see with a couple of really nice, or looks like a couple of really nice two-year-olds there. Certainly is the case. Uh, Blake Johnson from the Leg Up Australia joins us as well. G'day, Blake. G'day, Dave. G'day, Mitch, Mike, Chris. Looks a good meeting, Dave. Uh, plenty of, well, there's at least 10 winners on the card. Um, no feature races, as already been said, but uh, I think it's a good meeting to get stuck into. Yeah, exactly right. So Chris Roach joins us from the Sydney Morning Herald. Good morning, Christopher. Morning, David. How are you? And um, you're obviously off to a Christmas party today yourself, so you want to get this out of the way as quickly as possible. Don't you just get a spring in your step when you know you've got somewhere to be later on um, and it's a good setup? Don't you just get a spring in your step? But even though there's no feature race tomorrow, Chris, I must admit from a punting perspective, I don't mind days like this because uh, some of those feature races have later been extremely hard to work out. Yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of value there. Like the, I think there's a couple of races where it's five dollars the field. So um, if you can work it out and get the puzzle right, you're going to get rewarded tomorrow. And Mike Wood joins us as well from the race guy. G'day, Mike. Yeah, good morning, boys. I uh, love this time of year. The Sydney weather's showing up. I don't mind 38, 39 degrees. That's fine by me, but it should be 33 tomorrow. Loving, loving the summer, but it is the first day of the school holiday, so I feel for all those parents at home, and hopefully I can get through the next half an hour without getting tackled. No, you'll be right. You'll be right. It is good weather, isn't it? I don't know about the, the, the bag of fruit, the suit, but uh, it's great weather to just get around to your local in the shorts and thongs, and uh, the beer's always nice and cold. Let's try and find a winner. Let's go in that order of entry. So we'll start with you, Mitch, here. You're going to be opening the batting for us uh, like a water, mate, uh, yesterday there in Perth. And we want to start... In fact, have you ever opened before, Mitch? Have I ever come to you first on a punish panel? I think this is a first. I think no, I think you have before, mate. But um, look, usually, hopefully, um, have I been as out of form as Dave Warner? Um, let's hope I strike back. Oh, jeez. The potting Warner. He was, he was on fire yesterday there, but I like it. A bit of fire in the belly. Um, time to boogie. There's already a couple of texts here. Hi, guys. Uh, keen to hear your thoughts on time to boogie. First up, Rachel King. I heard Michael Freeman's interview yesterday. Really like its last trial. What do we like in race nine? And we'll go Mitch, 
Then we'll go to Blake, Chris, and Mike. Sorry, was that Dave? You just dropped out there. Was that race nine? We, yeah, ra- race nine. Oh, look, race nine number three. I've got him. Yeah, I've got him among the chances. Time to bleed. Michael Friedman's got his stable flying at the moment. This horse was obviously very good last preparation and, and returned from a spell very well last preparation in time to boogie. I've let the way of another first up galloper in Auburn. I think he's come back really well, this galloper for Chris Leeds. He obviously started his career with Ross McConville uh, down at Kembla Grange. Chris uh, had him for the preparation last time. I was really taken by his last trial. I thought he uh, he looks like he's in for a really good return. He's performed well first up before. He gets a gun draw with the Sable Apprentice, Dylan Gibbons, on board, and with 54 kilos on his back, I think Orbland can win a terrific race first up here. Agree, Mitch. Um, Orbland can run super. Trial the house down. I love that trial. Um, to the caller's question on time to boogie, oh, sorry, the text message question on time to boogie, I think he's the one to beat. He's, he, he got nailed on the line first up, last preparation. He was back as if unbeatable that day. I remember it because I was on him. Um, and then he won three on the trot or something like that. So put up some big figures as well. So I, I think he's the one to beat. Squad returns from, a I think, a bleeding attack. Um, will be wound up to go first up. Uh, I, I'm not sure about Command Approved. Uh, I'm not sure about the trial. I didn't particularly like the trial about Command Approved, but first up for the new stable has to be considered. But I'm with time to boogie. No no real conviction in the race. What do you think, Ruta? Well, I had a look at it. Look, Dollar Magic has just kept on running into one better, and it could happen again here, but... Um, I think the race fitness plays into its favour here, and I think it can get out. I think it holds Tom the Boogie out. I think Tom the Boogie sits on its outside, and the, then it's a case of um, will it, how strong will it be over the last 100 metres because that's where it's been getting beaten. It's, if it can get control and Reese can just control the race with it, it's going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, it's a tough, tough race to start off with, boys. I think there's, what are there, seven first-uppers and, yeah, a few iffy trials. Espresso's got some great first-up form, but I'm um, not sure about that trial, and I agree with you, Blake. Command approved. Gee, he was good two preps ago, but his trial this time in, or a couple of trials this time in, haven't quite been good enough. I reckon all, all of it might be the way to go if you're betting early, but you might want to check the yard late. And if you like exotics or trifectas, Dollar Magic has to run second, third, or fourth again. All right, so the first race, boys, um, we talk about uh, two-year-olds. Well, this is trialled exceptionally amazing eagle. He's $1.55. Can anything beat him in the first, or does the trial just suggest that he is a, a serious horse and could find his way in some big two-year-old races coming up? I certainly don't think he's unbeatable. I'm, I'm with him, but um, with these two-year-old races, it's hard to say anything's unbeatable until you see them do it on race day. Now, the first... Uh, four in the market here are all first up as on debut. Of all of them, I thought have tried really well. Obviously, his was really eye-catching. He showed a lot of speed, ran good time in one by seven and a half lengths. Now, if he brings that to the races, he'll go forward and, and be pretty hard to beat, I thought. Um, obviously, the other three, they've all tried well. That's a node, Moonraker and Tardelli. I thought um, of them, obviously, Gay and Adrian have a terrific record already this season, unleashing these two-year-olds. I think they've won four of the six if I'm correct, Ruta might be able to um, top me up on that. But on, on Saturdays, on, on Metropolitan Saturdays, Gay and Adrian have an excellent record. This fella has trialled up excellent as well. Um, he's certainly a danger. You know where he's going to be. He'll go forward and be hard to catch. And, and Moonraker trialled well as well behind 
Highness the other day. Now, we saw what Highness did on Wednesday. He came out and was terrific winning that Magic Millions race. But I'm with the favourite, but I just wouldn't be diving in at $1.55 in a race full of a couple of promising first starters. Summed up nicely, Mitch. Uh, it's not a race that I, I want to dive into. It's not my go. Um, but the favourite is trialled super. Um, Dave, you guys have got him $8 on the third or fourth line of betting in the Magic Millions off that off the back of that trial. So uh, the markets have got him down as a good horse. He's trialled like a good horse. And I think he's going to be hard to beat, Ruder. Yeah, $1.55 for a two-year-old first up in a race. See, Gerald said um, he's, he doesn't look like a speedy squib, but that's always in the back of your mind. I, I don't want to be taken to the dollar fifty-five, but you just got to have him on top on what he what he did um, in his trial. So Taj Delhi was good through the line, ran faster time than a nobed on the same day, so that sort of gives you an idea. He was he, they they were he he worked the line pretty well and was pretty strong there. Um, probably learnt a bit from that trial. So um, amazing eagle eagle on top, but. Um, I wouldn't be diving into a dollar fifty. I think the um, the first probably furlong, furlong and a half is going to be key, isn't it, boys? I'm not sure whether he crosses or whether Rachel kicks up the inside and tries to hold him out. I guess the stable instructions on a node will be the lead. Um, but if amazing, he gets crossed to the lead. That time was what seven and a half, eight legs faster than the rest of them, and the breeding, the pedigree looks good. I think Tardelli could be a surprise pack. It's only had one trial, gets barrier one. Has got a fantastic pedigree and just did enough in the trial. Just hung on. Maybe Tardelli each way for me, but very wary of the favourite. Okay. Uh, a couple of texts on the text line. 0419 Dollar Magic Superfit Good Draw won't get beaten. That's from Liam. I like the confidence, Liam. And then, yes, uh, big fella heading to Ramwick tomorrow. You're going to be there. I won't be at Ramwick uh, tomorrow. I'll be watching probably from... The Clovelly Hotel, I reckon. Uh, any winners or tickets, Mick? No, no tickets this week from... Brett Devine, but mate, you never know what he might have for us next week. Um, he can be, he can play Santa next week, possibly for our listeners over the course of the holiday period. Uh, now, I want to go to the last here because there's also a text here. Hey guys, uh, keen to hear your thoughts on race number ten. Out of all the races, seems the most difficult. I need your help. It's five dollars the field here, Mitch. Uh, yeah, tricky race to finish. I'm with John Queer. I, I thought the run last time was really good. Look, uh, she just got back um, to the rear of the field on that occasion. I thought she hit the line as good as anything. Um, third up now, she goes well at this stage of her preparation. I think she's the one you want to be with. It's a pretty open race. I think if you like a, anything in the race, obviously uh, a horse like Grasset Styler is never far away. Um, obviously, um, whether he likes winning um, is a different question. Obviously, he finished second, but he's He's always there or thereabouts. Um, contemporary as well, another horse racing well um, that just hasn't um, found a way to win this preparation. So, look, there's a few horses there that um, have question marks in this preparation on, on, I guess, winning form. But, uh, look, I'm, I'm with the bottom weight here. Yeah, looks a, looks a very even lot here. Uh, Double that going well enough. Exolitis returns for the new stable. Uh, Billion Dollar Baby didn't have the best of luck first. Uh, Smashing Eagle have to be against him over 1,200 metres. Contemporary, uh, no match for the winner last start, but no others were. Show high, 42 days between runs, was big drifter first up. Um, I thought did nothing, can strip fitter. John Queerer, same gap between runs. Uh, was slow to begin there last start, but really hit the line nicely. Bruder might be able to answer this, but 
she might have a uh, a goal in the Gold Coast. I know she won on Wave Day last year really impressively, so I'm not sure. Maybe that's the reason for the gap between runs. But I think Grasselis Styler can run well here. Um, he was luckless first up last preparation. I think that was over uh, 1,400 metres. So 1,200 metres, obviously, short of his best, but went had two trials last preparation, only had one trial this prep. Nash rode him at his last two starts, and he sticks with him here, rode him in the trial. He was really throttled down. I think they've got him ready to go first up, and given the fact that they've given him one trial, I think that he's going to be fresh enough to to compete over 1,200 metres first up. What did you like here, Ruta? Yeah, I think Jim, the the... The key to the race for Jim Clear is getting out of the barriers. If he can get out of the barriers and be one or two p's closer than it was last time, I think it's just got these covered. I think in a, it's in good form. It just got too far back last time, hit the line really well. Um, and I, I kept on coming back to Gracia Styler, and I kept and then I kept on looking at my notes that said never again after last preparation. It just never had any luck. It ran it ran second after second after second, and eventually punters were taken taking two dollars eighty about it and 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 it and it just proved that it it just couldn't get to the line now. Um I know non winners a hard hard thing to put on a horse, but you want to see this horse get to the line and it can run to run a rating that would win this race, but is it gonna be is, is it got that will to win? I'll um I'll, I'm gonna add something on June Clear. I think it's good value at the five dollars. I think it'll start shorter and be very hard to beat. I'm, I think I'm going the other way, Ruder. I'm not sure about that um, that mare's form. A couple of horses have come out from those races since not run that well. And Jim Clear, if she does, she does her best, obviously she can win, but she's just got some bet issues the last couple of starts and racing keenly missing the start. So she's a bit risky and show high, like you said, Blake. She was a big, big drifter first up. So that's a bit of a worry for me. Nothing really excites me in the race on current form. So you kind of got to go to the first uppers. I think Priscilla Style is an obvious one. He ran into so many good horses last prep, and that trial was good, like Blake said. And I think Excelitus is a sneaky one. It's just the speed map. If he jumps okay, he should be at least outside the lead, if not one out, one back. He's got form around contemporary. He's double the odds. I like it, gents. We're on the punters panel this morning. You've got Chris Roots, Mitch Cohen, Blake Johnson, and Mike Ward. Uh, gents, let's go to race number four on the card. Um, keen to hear your thoughts on either toes on the nose to make it three in a row. It's your 280 favourite. But also, Lyrical Gangster, there's been some text here. Um, the two runs at Kembler and back on top of the ground as well after that heavy run at to Kembler. I speak uh, to you, Mitch. Yeah, I think you can certainly forgive Lyrical Gangster for that uh, heavy run at Kembler last start where he was uh, well backed in a favouritism on that occasion, just didn't seem to handle it. We got a lot of overnight rain down at Kemble that day and there was a bit of a drizzle around on the morning. So if you can put a line through that run, he must be one of the chances. So I'm with the stable mate, Kapakiri. Uh, look, he is coming back from Queensland, but I don't think Chris would bring him back down uh, for, for no reason if he didn't think he was competitive. He is in the ownership after all of this horse. But, uh, look, he's been racing really well up in Queensland. He was actually an acceptor in a few races, one at uh, Canterbury and one up in Queensland. He's picked this race. He's got the gun draw, 54 kilos on his back. He's rock hard fit now. I think he is the one to beat. If uh, if you were to back toes on the nose, a favourite. Look, John Sargent's just got this horse absolutely flying, this preparation. Nash has really worked him out. 
He's got to be among the chances again. He is getting up in weight now, though. He's up to 61 kilos, up, up from 58 last start. So he's being taxed by his good form, but he is racing well. Yeah, toes on the nose is absolutely flying. But I'd have to be against him, considering uh, try 2,000 metres now, goes 58 kilos to 61 kilos. He's copped a couple of Nash beauties at his last couple. Um, not that he won't cop another one here, but... Uh, do you want to dive in around that $2.90 quote? Probably not. Kabosh coming off the back of a freshen up. Uh, can run well at double-figure odds. Road Bears flying. Comes through the right form line. Two back behind Lock Eagle and Deficit. And then three back behind King of the Castle. Last start was a bit slow to begin there at Tari. Went up to 2,000 metres, but hit the line sweetly. Going really well. Um, Iowa bounced back to form last start. I don't think it was the heavy track either. Um, career best figure was in Queensland on top of the ground. So, and then started favourite in a Wagga Gold Cup when heavily supported. Uh, Lyrical Gangster have to be uh, forgiving of that last start run. Race shape against heavy surface can definitely bounce back. But I do agree with Mitch on Kapakiri. He's a horse on the yard. Uh, broke his maiden two back in Queensland and then stayed at 1,800 metres. Had the wide draw against. Was well supported in 68 grade. I just think he's on the up. 2,000 metres is going to eat that up. Draws low. Hopefully he can land closer to the lead speed. And I think he's hard enough to beat. What did you like here, Ruta? Yeah, I'm going to stick with toes on the nose. I know it's getting up in the weights. Um, but Matt, Nash has just given it two of the best rides you'll ever see. And I can't see him doing anything different here. It's going to get the same run. Whether the three kilos is enough to stop stop it winning again is is the question. Kapakiri, I'd love to know Chris Waller's... Um, Record and I, I haven't been able to go back and have a look at this. Bringing horses back from Queensland that are in good form because they seem to come down and hold their form when they get here. Um, so um, Lofty in Queensland does a wonderful job for Chris and uh, and they've, they've just got the they they just seem to pick the right horses to bring down here. So a, a lot of respect for Capicieri, but I just think you've got to stick with the horse in form and Sarge just keeps them going when they when he gets them like this. They just keep keep on going to the track in the morning, doing the same work, and then coming out and getting the same result on the, on the Saturday afternoon. He's, he's one of the best, isn't he, Waller? He's just amazing getting these horses to progress and get better and better. Kapakiri was going kind of nowhere a few starts ago, just solid runs in maiden grade, goes to Queensland, belts them a couple of times. But you've got to say James Orman did give it a peach from barrier 13 last start. Had to go right back, but up the inside, didn't go around a horse. And was too good. I think the 2,000 metres could be the key, but just that good ride last start in the form from Queensland makes me go Lyrical Gangster's way. Yeah, I think everything was set around that. Forgive run of the heavy track. There wasn't much tempo. If there's tempo on Saturday, he might get in the back of toes on the nose and get him late. All right. Uh, now, boys, I've uh, got a text on the text line. Uh, morning, Dave. I part own accredited in race six. What does the panel think about his chances tomorrow? Cheers, Pete. This is a good race, this the sixth, Mitch. Yeah, got him among the chances. Certainly, obviously, the draw is probably going to be the main drawback for him. He, he's drawn pretty wide. He, he will need luck. Look, this I've gone the way of value, albeit I just think um, I was just keen to play around Boston Rocks, although I do think he's a nice horse, and I know Nathan Doyle has um, plans to potentially target a Gosford Guineas if all goes to plan with him. Um, this Well, first up on Saturday, he's obviously still a three-year-old in going with the attitude of, of why not have a crack at these races, why we can. He's fairly sort of progressive three-year-old Boston Rocks, and he has trialled up well in the lead-up. So I do respect him. He's drawn well. 
But I want to play one here at big odds at each way value in Monty Supreme down the bottom. I really like this Phillies trial before a first start there at Hawkesbury and she didn't disappoint winning their first up, although she was a drifter. Uh, she gets uh, a nice enough draw here down in the weights be 52 kilos and at 80 to ones, I think she's crazy odds. I want to go each way. $71, Mitch. Uh, no knock from me. She was an expensive yearling. So, um, going through them here, the, the question horse accredited. Uh, I know you guys got plenty out of this horse on debut at Nara. I think Tab might have went up like $26 into around $4 and, and got the job done. Uh, progressive horse, good win first up. So, no knocks from me except for the draw. Um, Amnesty got the better of time to boogie, giving him weight last preparation. So $27 looks a little bit of overs there. Uh, fine Vintage, that was a good win at Scone last start, getting the better of Crips tonight. That horse has sort of been uh, measured up in midweek company since. I thought Union Army's the one uh, that I could potentially have something on. No luck first up last preparation, over 1,400 metres. Then dropped to 1,200 metres and... and got the job done from a spot that was going to be difficult to win. His best two runs last prep were over 1,200 metres. He probably should have won two back behind Yoshino when he didn't have the best of luck again. And then last start, um, I think he bled that day behind Iona Merck and Kaboo. Trials been he super did. over. He did? Yeah, he did bled, yeah. He's coming off a ball. Oh, yeah. Beauty. So I think he'll be... I think that Stable will have him wound up to win first up. Um, and at that $6.50 quote, even though 1,100 metres is going to be short of his best, I think he might be the best horse in the race. I've actually found a credit on top. I, I, I thought the first up run win was very good, just went through its gears, was always going to win. One didn't win by a big space, but just looked like it had improvement left in it, and I think it's going to be, it, it'll have the improvement. It needs a bit of luck from 13. It's going to go back have to come through the field, depending on how the track is playing. If a, if you if you can make ground from the back, it's going to be one charging. Um, Boston Rocks, as Mitch said, is um, has a big rap on it from Nathan Doyle. Uh, and but you're taking a price that I think you'd rather be taking five dollars about it than three dollars to find out in this grade when it steps up to Saturday grade. So just thought a creditor was the value runner in the race, and I put it on top. Um, Jay Pride having a great season and um, you'd love to have the Christmas party there with the, with the strappers fee. I think, I think they, they, they're going to, they'll have a bit, big time. I think the check might come through this week or something from, from all those races in the spring. I'd love, I'd love half a percentage of some of those races. They've had a, had a great year and yeah, I reckon the credit's in the mix. He's just, it's just a step up. Like you're saying, Chris, he needs to take that improvement. Maybe he had some improvement the yard first up. I just wish Mary McBoy ran better next start. Um, who was wide when a creditor beat him. Geez, Boston Rocks is a hard horse to price. He could be a horse that drifts badly or firms right up into the $2.50 mark. He's He beat the older horses uh, first up last prep and he had a sort of a, a funny bias track against him last start. The trial coming into this was very nice and he could just be the most progressive horse in the race. I reckon Monty Supreme could be an awesome fine, Mitch. It didn't run time. It didn't run a rating, but it did it in style. It had nothing to chase from a long way out. So he could be... Massive odds. And Union Army's a de- decent each-way chance from Barrier 1. He's got some decent Saturday grade form. Hey, Dave, could I just jump in there for a sec? Um, did Will Freeman give you a push about Chalante during the week? He did. Uh, a very good push, in fact. a very. In fact, Mario, because we know Will, 
Well, I know Will. Try and give uh, Will a call. We'll get him on the program. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a cold call. He might think it's a telemarketer. We're trying to sell him aircon or something. He mightn't answer. But give him a ring, Mario. Will Friedman, if you can. Because he was very keen, Blake, on Chalante. Uh, and the $21 seems a very big price. And obviously, obviously you're in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, if you just go off that Hawkesbury run first up, that was super. And then she's had things again. So she had the. I don't think she's as well suited over 1,200 metres and then maybe the wet track against last start. But off that Hawkesbury run first up, $21 looks a, a good price to me. All right, Nick. She was, very, she was very well supported late there at, at Kembla Grange too. So obviously they, they, they were expecting, um, plenty were expecting a, a lot better run than what she showed. Nick is in the studio there along with Mario there at French's Forest. Uh, gents, talk to me down the line. Let me know if we can get Will. We had the Christmas party. We had the Christmas party last night. Nick's a bit slow. How did you did you how did you enjoy the Christmas party, Nick? You there? Obviously, you want me on, so I had yeah. to turn my mic on. Yes, it was good last night, Dave. It was good. Gee, sounds a bit uh, a bit tired there, gents. It doesn't dusty. Oh come on! No, oh, no, not dusty, not dusty. He was on the spring waters last night, Nick. Oh, that's um, he was just assessing the land, but uh, had to, he had to race back to get the park. How much was the parking, Nick? Did you get the parking sorted? Yeah, all good. Twenty-seven bucks. Twenty-seven. He was blowing up about it all no, night. I the twenty-seven dollar park. He was. He was. Not. He wouldn't stop about it. Uh, you let me know when we get Will Friedman on the line. If we, of course, can get Will, but it sounds like if you want to go back and have a listen to that uh, replay as well, that interview midweek on the podcast, he did give Shalonte a bit of a push. In race five, we'll go to while we wait and see if we can get Will. Um, Emperor's very short here in the Tab Highway, dollar ninety. He just he's just having a fill up, Matt Dunn. I mean, they, they should call him the Matt Dunn Tab Highway plates. He just wins them every time. Yeah, hasn't it been a revelation since he's made the full time move back to the base up uh, up the coast. He's just absolutely dominated this race. So I think he's got another horse that can win on Saturday. I don't want to dive in at a dollar ninety with a horse that's drawn um, out in the car park. But I do think uh, Emperor is a cut above these. I think he's um, certainly a Saturday-class galloper and he's taking on highways gallopers here. He was excellent uh, last month when he was winning um, in similar grade. Look, he's had a bit of time between runs but has had a trial since um, and a good trial at that at Ballina to keep him up to the mark. I think he's the horse to beat. Uh, Nash, obviously, on board. He's been partnering a lot of these Matt Dunn runners and basically every week he's he's on match runners and they've had a lot of success this year. One of the best strike rates in Sydney when they combine. So I'll be sticking with him, but I think uh, $1.90 is probably as short as you want it. Obviously, I think he's very hard to beat. He's really well suited under the plate conditions. Uh, the horses that he beat last start, he meets them better at the weight here. Uh, I thought that was an outstanding win for Stamp. He actually produced the best last 200 metres of the meeting after being held up. But And he's been back to the trials. He beat far too easy in that trial. So the trial form's good. Obviously, he's the one to beat. Draws off the track this time. So Nash is going to have to find a little bit of cover on him. But obviously, he's the one to beat. Dawn and jump in at $1.85? Probably not. I think there's two hopes in the race. And the other one is Acapella Sun. I think she is absolutely flying this preparation. She comes through the right races. Uh, first up, she produced the best last 600 metres of the meeting. That was behind Quick Tempo and I own a Merc. And then last start, she was in the worst part of the track, but she still produced the fifth best last 600 metres of the meeting. It was a terrific run. Now she drops back to highway grade. She's well suited under the plate conditions as well. Uh, claim for Amy McLucas. 
draw is okay. She'll sort of settle back, which is her usual pattern. But if Amy can find a bit of cover um, and the favourite stubs his toe, I think $7.50 is a really good price about her, Ruta. Okay. Well, before we get to Chris, I'll just chime in here because he's a friend of the punters, Will Friedman. We've completely cold-called him here. He was off having a, an enjoyable Friday morning. Good morning, Will. Morning. Well, I don't even know what I'm on for. Mate, this, well, the reason, <laughs> this is, on a Friday we have the punters panel, right? So right. Uh, you, joining you on the line is Blake Johnson from the Leg Up Australia. We've got Mitch Cohen, Chris Roots and Mike Wood. Now, we were just going through and discussing the, the races and Blake actually mentioned Shalonte and said that right. um, he was interested uh, in an interview you and I did and that you're expecting, you know, not, not a bad run, $21. And we thought, well, why not just go straight to the, the trainer to try and help us get My, a Christmas cheer? Do you think $21 is overs? I do, but I'm, I am leaning towards running on Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Are you leaning or is Richard leading? Uh, we're, we're one of the same, you see. <laughs> So, uh, One of the I don't same know. you do what Richard where, says. Uh, the, what I can tell you is wherever she runs, she'll have a much improved performance. Like, we're, she had some niggly issues that we've sort of got on top of, which has been great. Um, but a Phillies and Mares 1100 at Warwick Farm uh, does tickle my fancy a little okay. bit. So, um while, yes, I, I do think $20 is long because at her best, she's probably well and truly up to this grade and I think we'll get closer to getting her back to her best this next, this next start. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know whether she'll, she'll, she'll go around tomorrow, but I'll, I can't let you know until we sort of see what the field looks like. Like, it's a sticky barrier. I think she's barrier 10 tomorrow, so... Well, 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 um, Put it this way, if she does start tomorrow, as you said, she's going to run an improved improved race. So what, what the form guide is suggesting that she's done so far, this preparation? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she will not run like she has her last two starts. She'll run closer to what she ran first up. I can assure, assure the punters of that. So you'll get your money back if I scratch anyway. So no harm, no foul, right? Righto. And then obviously Wednesday, hopefully we see her then if she doesn't start tomorrow. I like it. Is, See, this is so, what I mean. You're a friend who, who of the punters. Well. Is this the leg up, the the leg up podcast? No, that, that, <laughs> I am Blake from the leg up podcast. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't mind the the leg up podcast, Dave. I mean, they rip and tear. Yeah. There are some strong opinions there, but I'm all yeah. for that. Well, and and that's why we've got Blake on the program. So Blake, we've got you've got Blake. You I know mean, Chris Roots. You know Mitch Cohen. To Dave. Yeah, I know. I know. But that's only because we're on, you know, national radio. I've got to be careful. Yeah, I get that. You can't just just tee off. If it was a podcast, we maybe could. I'd enjoy you teeing off. You'll have to to get Dave on your podcast, mate. Yeah. Mate, mate, I'm proper Switzerland on my podcast. Yeah. So I give you all credit to you for being... uh, so saying what you think. It's what great. I will say is, what, what I will say is, I appreciate you just taking the call, mate. Completely unplanned, and the punters well, do love that. So that's outstanding. To be fair, mate. Dave, when you first call, I sc- called, I screened it. So yeah, I'm not going to take too much, uh, too much credit here. Like if Ruder or Blake had called me, you know, straight on. I know, the line. straight on. That's that's the power of Chris Roots, though. When he calls, oh, you just answer. 
I don't, I don't know the, if he's recovered uh, from carrying me on the golf course <laughs> two weeks ago. How far is the putt you got to make when you get off the phone? Uh, Are you on the golf course at the moment, Will? No, I'm, I'm definitely not. Some of us make the world go round, you see. Like, I'm back uh, here at the stables. Very good. Have a good day tomorrow, mate. And that's great stuff on the mayor. I tell you what, boys, there's a lot of punting shows out there with various bits and pieces uh, of information. But where can you get a trainer just like that to come on and say something like that? That's the... That's the power of the, the punters panel. I love that. Absolutely love it. Um, I'll go back to you, Chris, because, and we do thank Will Freeman for his time because we were chatting about race five, weren't we? Yes, we were. Um, I'm, I I think Emperor's probably hard to beat here, but leave me out at $1.90 from a wide gate and um, with, with the weight. Um, Acapello's son. I think. I think this smells like a target race to Matt Dale. I think he's had the two runs. She's had the two runs in higher grade. Um, performed well on both occasions. Run good sectionals, as Blake pointed out. And now drops back into highway grade on the limit. Pain. I think Molly Burke rides well. It's not Molly Burke. Sorry, Sammy Lucas. Sammy Lucas rides well. Two kilos really helps. I think she'll just sail down the centre and come with. Emperor, and I think it'll probably get the better of it just at the way. Yeah, I think I think it's a two, yeah, it's a two-horse race. I agree with. Um, I thought, I thought I you got tackled with... by the kids. I thought you were gone then. <laughs> Almost did, mate. Almost did. I just dodged them, and I'm back in the office. Um, yeah, I think two chances. I think Acapella's done. I was warming towards her. I think that um, the set weights obviously favours her as well. But you go back to that last start, or two starts ago for her, and last start for Emperor. I think Emperor ran. 0.6 seconds faster, which is what, four lengths-ish, and it gets a three-and-a-half-kilogram swing from that day as well. So it's all about luck in the run for Emperor from the wide barrier, but if the track's fair enough, you can run on out wide. I think he just wins. Gents, this will be our final punters panel multi of the year, I am told. Dicko's going away on holidays, and uh, we will be back Magic Millions Day with multis. So I think you'll find today's... Friday's multi will be our last for the year. Uh, there will be a panel multi to, uh, behind the gates multi tomorrow, so looking forward to them all putting $1.70 favourites in their four legs. Uh, that will be tomorrow. From, I think it's around 11 o'clock. And then, of course, uh, no multi next week for the Friday BSB uh, and no uh, BSB, 10.45, I'm told, for behind the gates. Uh, and no multis next week. It's just to go as a way. So we can't have the multis until... Magic Millions, where we're back, of course, for the Friday, the Saturday, etc. So, let's make this multi the one that counts. What is your selection, Mitch Cohen, for the multi? Race eight, number eleven, Louisville for me. Look, he's only missed the race, uh, the placings once in nine starts, and that was at the end of his last preparation over eighteen hundred metres when he just got too far back. I thought his run last start. At Kensington was really good when he was doing his best work late in a race won by the leader, Cloudland. I think he's one of the better bets on the program, and I think top four, certainly. All right. What about yourself, Blake? I like the little jab there to Marlowe and the, the behind the gates boys. <laughs> the dollar there, 40 Dave. shots. The dollar 40 uh, shots. I'm going to introduce you. There's plenty of them there tomorrow, so they'll have, they'll have a couple to choose from. It might be hard for them. <laughs> well, I'm going to introduce... Uh, I'm going to have to talk to Dicko because we've had situations where those... There's obviously this rule, and I'll talk to Dicko about this, but apparently whatever horses we pick, they then can't pick those particular horses. And I think that's just the most ridiculous rule ever. 
I think, because I mean, imagine going to the pub with your mates and you go, how good, I like Boston Rocks. And the bloke beside you goes, oh, I like Boston Rocks too. And then you go, oh, well, I can't back it because you like it. Like, fair dinkum. Like, please, if, if you like the same horse... Uh, let, it it be... ride, let it ride when he asks every, every bloke what they like and then just back the <laughs> That's, one. I know, I know, I know, but we're not in a movie. We're, uh, we're certainly not in a movie. So I think that maybe for next year, if the panels... I mean, there's no way I, I feel the panel is exactly the same, the Friday and Saturday. I don't think they're going to be this, exactly the same because we've all got different opinions. But I feel like if there's one particular horse that stands out like, you know, you know what, then it should be allowed to be picked. That's just mine. I'll have that discussion with Dicko over the summer. You want me to tee off? I'll get on the podcast. Now, yeah, I, um, think, I think that's a good plan, Dave. I think that's well, I just, I just think, yeah, because obviously then I know obviously we want to try and be different, but if there is that, that one horse, like, Blake, if you really like a runner and then say Davo likes exactly the same runner, how good? It actually gives yeah. me more confidence as a punter. I'm like, you know, you know what? He was tipping it. He was tipping it. I'm going to have more on. Uh, Let's get them both. So we've got – what's your selection, Blake? Well, I'm sticking with the. I'm, I'm I'm in the highway. I know that it's been uh, a no go zone in the past, but I, I can't see Acapella Sun missing the uh, the top four, Dave. Um, and it, even better if they scratch Emperor. That would be nice. But we'll um, we'll get we'll get Acapella Sun home. Yeah, um, I'm going to be the anchor leg and put Chuck Jin Pooer in. I know there's a stack of hopes in the race. I think it can settle closer, and I, I think it'll. It could finish the day on a high note for us. And I'll make it make it John O'Shea bookends with your Ruder. Tardelli in the first. Two-year-old Ooh. draws the rails, should run top four. Okay, fantastic. Here we go. So the punters panel multi, which you can find under today's offers, uh, you will find it there, the HQ punters panel multi. So it is Sydney race one, number five. Sydney race five, number 13. Sydney race eight, number 11, and Sydney race 10, number 12, all to run top four, $7.50. All to run top four, $7.50. Get in while you can, obviously, gamble responsibly, but uh, that will be open as we speak under today's offers. Uh, Boys, what's your best bet on the program if it's not that runner that's in the multi? It is a multi for me, but um, if you're searching for value and um, you've got an expensive Christmas coming up, I think uh, just have something on Monte Supreme race six, number 14. I think she can run a big race. Yep, Dave, I'm, I'm with Acapella Sun. That's my best of the day. I'm in race seven, number two, Kerwin's Lane. Loves a hard track, loves round week. Really good in the Villiers, so the Ingham last week, and um, I think it can it can um, bounce back and win it, get back in the winners' work circle. And race five, number one, it's all about Nashra Willer from the Wise Barrier. And Mitch, grab that 80s while you can on Monte Supreme because I'm going to jump on in 10 minutes, mate. I like it. 10 minutes? Jump, jump on now. I'll give give him 10 minutes. I'll give Give him 10. 10. Uh, (laughs) Boys, already at the moment, as I'm uh, just seeing here, we've got uh, just a tick under 10,000. In fact, it's just gone $10,181 invested already on that particular multi. If you're looking for it, it's under today's offers under the sports section on the website. Same as well with the app. You head to the sports section, today's offers, and I'll add it into the bets friends section as well uh, when it comes to the tab app. So if you follow Racing HQ uh, under the bets friends, you will be able to find it straight away. And that will be open until we hit a liability of $200,000, I think you'll find. So jump on now 
$7.50, that price, the HQ Punters Panel Multi. Before I let you go, gents, we've still got, obviously, another Punters Panel to go next week for the year, but uh, I just wanted to get a bit of a bit of a highlight from you from the year. What, what's been your, your racing highlight, Mitch? Wow, that's a question out of the blue, Dave. Uh, I hadn't really thought about it. Um, look, I, I, I did like the Japanese horse winning the Golden Eagle, a great story for Josh Parr, obviously, um, it's one of my favourite races, the Golden Eagle too. So we'll go with that one. I like it. I like it. It's, it's always good when I can spur something on you just randomly because it makes you sort of think and we get that good answer. There we go, the Golden Eagle. What about yourself, Blake? I'll go personal interest for me. Um, without a fight winning the Melbourne Cup, uh, it's been a few years without me getting a result in the Cup, but I was on him and so I was glad he could get the job done, Dave. Nice. What about yourself, Chris? Highlight of the year? Um, I I really thought the Cox Plate was an outstanding race, and it was it was great to see a great jockey combine with a great horse and get a result. Probably not at their best, not at his best. And the way J Mac threw that at the line, I just wish he did it on did it on Zaki last week. But he he just he just got that throw that that you could show people and say, this is, a, this is a jockey with a will to win. He just gets over the neck and throws them down on the line. So I thought that that was an outstanding bit of riding and a, a great story for the race. I just hope that next year Hong Kong allows Sydney horses, horses to come to Sydney and not just Melbourne. Yeah, and for me, I think um, I think we've got such amazing amazing trainers in Australia. Obviously, Chris Waller is the pinnacle. But just watching the progression of Joe Pride over the last few years, and he's had a breakout year this year winning the Everest, obviously, and... Even the Hunter with Cold Crusher leading all the way. That was an exciting win. So definitely watching Joey Pryor's results this year has been a highlight. Fantastic, boys. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, and looking forward to what the summer brings for us, what the autumn, as we heard from Brett Devine, only, what, 100 days until the Golden Slipper. So we've got plenty of good yarns and stories coming up. That punters panel multi right now as we speak is sitting on 13700 so that's what we've had invested so far to be open for a little while longer. Have a great day, gentlemen. Thanks for being a part of the program and good luck on the weekend with the punt. See you, punters. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.